Yeah, this is part two of the Cafe American podcast. I'm your intrepid host, Chris Michaels, and we broadcast to you across iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, what else do we do? Mm, Stitcher, I think we're doing another one, too, of some sort. Oh, I think it was iHeartRadio. Uh, I think that's a possibility, and also CBS Radio, which isn't a high bar to cross, so don't think that's some big fucking accomplishment. Uh, simply because all you have to do is send in your podcast and they say, oh, yeah, this is great. We'll put it up. Just don't swear. Yeah, for some reason, you're not allowed to swear in 2018. So we were talking about uh, the Russian plane, Kavanaugh, Juanita, and Clinton. The FBI and the Department of Justice are, well, let's start from the beginning here. Uh, Donald Trump ordered uh, the declassification of FISA warrants and also a whole bunch of text messages uh, of former FBI Director James Comey, Andrew McCabe, his deputy, Peter Stroke, or Struck, whatever the fuck the guy's name is, who had the uh, Ill- illicit relationship with former FBI attorney Lisa Page, who supposedly uh, squealed like a stool pigeon. I'm not sure if pigeons squeal, but this one did. And also the twice-demoted Department of Justice official Bruce Orr. Now, Bruce Orr is very important, not necessarily because of him, but because of his wife, who was supposed to testify in front of Congress. Now, she was also in touch. She was a CIA person and that worked with Fusion GPS. Not only that, but in order to sidestep any sort of uh, NSA surveillance, Nellie Orr, the wife of Bruce Orr, decided to take up the old-fashioned hobby of ham radio broadcasting. Right. So you're telling me that out of nowhere in 2016, while you're trying to, to uh, sabotage a presidential election, you take up ham radio. Right. You got it. So anyway, Trump ordered that the FBI and the Department of Justice, along with, now this guy is a schmuck, Rod Rosenstein, they've all said that we're going to defy this order and we are going to drag our feet with this uh, directive from Donald Trump. Now, why would they do that? They're saying it's all the usual nonsense. It's that, well, we don't want to jeopardize any sort of investigations and we don't want to let our enemies know just exactly how we gather information on people. And whenever I hear that... All I hear is blah, 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 bullshit, I'm fucking lying. No, no, no. We also found out later on that the British, the British were very, very worried that these text messages and these, uh, I guess, whatever else is in there, um, were was going to get revealed because Christopher Steele was in England at the time. Peter Stroke flew out to London. There were there was Papadopoulos or Pupadopoulos, whatever the hell the guy's name was, that was working for the Trump campaign. He flew out. He flew out to England. He flew out to London to meet with a former uh, CIA person that was working with Ronald Reagan, and it was I forgot the fat guy's name, uh, but. He was from England. So all of this stuff, all of this icky, icky, icky things, all of these icky things, they were all executed on foreign soil. They were executed in England, which would, by the way, allow them to rubber stamp any sort of FISA warrants. 
right? Now you're starting to get the picture. If they did it in America, it wouldn't work. If they did it in Canada, if they did, if they did all of this setup and trying to lure people into traps, like lure the Trump's people into traps and saying, yeah, 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 I'll pay you for dirt. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go along with the Russians, which none of that ever happened. If they did it on foreign soil, all the better. But since they sort of tried to uh, enable these people or hoodwink these people on foreign soil, that enabled the FBI to go in with a FISA warrant. Also, there's a lot of other things that, that went on in there. Um, and this is just how could anybody see this as anything other than worse than Watergate? What, what happened with Watergate? Nothing compared to this. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. And, and this is just, it, it's insane. It's absolutely insane that a group of individuals in the FBI, in the CIA, in the media, all of these people, they're all coordinating efforts to, 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 to I, I don't even know what to say, to just destroy any sort of process that has occurred for hundreds of years when it comes to somebody getting elected as president. Does it, and, and people on the left and some Republicans, especially in Arizona, they're all saying, well, you know, I, just, I want nothing to do with Trump. Well, it has nothing to do with Trump. You're right. This doesn't have anything to do with Trump. This has to do with upholding the law and upholding justice and upholding some sort of process that everyone can abide by that's legal. That's what this has to do with. You have a whole bunch of people paying, paying people, paying former CIA people, paying former MI6 people, Hillary Clinton's people, paying a, a, an interest group who then pays somebody that used to work for the CIA that lives in London to create a fake dossier to throw it into to leak it to leak it once they get the dossier to the FBI thank you John McCain an asshole and a couple of other people the FBI the FBI gets it the FBI says oh this dossier this is something else we're not going to validate it and we're not going to see if we can find other people to validate these claims but we are going to leak it to the media and that's what was revealed a couple of weeks ago with the Peter Stroke and Lisa Page texts because there were some very, very, very synchronistic text messages going back and forth between he and Lisa Page. And then all of a sudden we have all these news articles that suddenly appear across the mainstream media. Yes, the FBI leaked a dossier which was supposed to be nabbing Trump by the gonads. Leaked it to the media. Once it was leaked into the media, then they said, oh, see, we need to investigate, bring it on, and we're going to spy on American citizens simply because we don't want them to win. Now, here's another wrinkle to all of this. It was revealed through text messages that Peter Stroke was worried about trying to accuse Donald Trump of coordinating efforts and collusion with the Russians. Peter Stroke essentially said, and I quote, not essentially, there is no there there, meaning that there is no Russian conspiracy. There is no Russian effort to collude with Donald Trump and overthrow the election so that Hillary Clinton couldn't win and Hillary Clinton couldn't stop the authoritarian rule of Vladimir Putin. That's what, this, that's what Clinton said, by the way. The only reason why she wasn't elected was because the Russians were afraid of her stopping the totalitarian rule of Vladimir Putin. Are you serious, you fat ass? I mean, come on. 
Just go. You sound like an effing moron. Just go away already. Mm, mm, mm. So the FBI leaks this document to the media, and then the media posts it all over the place. And then the FBI says, well, we need to investigate. Let's get the FISA warrant up and go. D do you understand what's going on here? Now, here is something else that a lot of people may have missed. That Peter Stroke, like I just said, he said there's no there there. However, it was revealed that the Obama White House fought back and pushed against this and said the Russians were colluding. And the FBI, certain people within the FBI, said, I think Stroke was one of them, as I burp, Stroke was one of them. And it was then responded to, Stroke's, um, Stroke's objection, saying that there is no there there. It was then responded to by the White House. No, no, no. Russia was involved. What does this sound like to everybody? This sounds like, no, 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 no. You're not, you're not getting this, FBI. You're not getting this, Department of Justice. You, you, you don't understand. The White House said that the Russians did it. So guess what? The Russians did it. And so this is the dialogue, and this is what the narrative is going to be because the White House told you so. Now do you start to understand where this is going? The Obama administration was being a good Democrat administration. They were trying to help out their candidate in any way possible, including treason. I'm not sure if this would be treason, but it, it's not good. And including performing all of these illegal acts, paying people, Leaking to the media illegally, something that many people should go to prison for. And we're still being told. And then they, they have a special prosecutor with Mueller and Rod Rosenstein. And this is another guy. It's all based upon a lie. And it's all based upon the Obama administration telling the FBI, no, 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 the Russians did it. We need to investigate. It's all based on a lie. There was no evidence of it. There still isn't any evidence of it. Bob Woodward, who came out with the book Fear, that everybody is talking about. It's like, oh, my God, this administration is going to blow up. We need to get in there. Trump needs to go. Pence needs to go. Everybody needs to go. He was asked on radio. Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward was the person that exposed Watergate, and that's how he got his fame and notoriety throughout the years. He's supposed to be somebody that a lot of politicians, a lot of uh, uh bureaucrats and people within Washington, D.C. can go to to snitch on other people and not worry about being outed as the snitch. Bob Woodward was asked, do you or did you run across any evidence that Donald Trump colluded with the Russians? And Bob Woodward's response was, no, I've been looking for two years and I really, really, really been looking. I've been asking people, I've been asking people to ask other people. And no, there has been zero evidence of collusion with Russia. That's one. The New York Times came out with an enormous article, 15,000 paragraphs, 10 million words. And if you got through all of this crap,
about the Russian collusion narrative. At the end, it says there is no evidence of collusion. I believe they said there's no public evidence of collusion with Russia and Donald Trump. This is falling apart. And the world has been brought to the brink of a third world war in Syria because of this and in Eastern Europe because of this. This is not good. And you know what? Mitt Romney years ago said Russia is going to be the next enemy. And he was right. But it's not because of that they did anything. This is just another step to world dominance on behalf of the West. That's all this is. And everybody's being hoodwinked, especially the Democrats and the left. Oh, my God, Russia. Could, no, you jackass. This is what I don't get about a lot of people that claim to be intelligent. They go to school and they sit there and they study books and they learn that we can't do anything unless we have evidence or we have a theory that can be proven time and time again so that no other theory can stand up to that particular theory. And here we have all of these people, all of these supposedly knowledgeable people and learned individuals. They're out there and reading this, and, and it's all through innuendo. It's all through assumption. They're allowing everybody to infer the facts through opinion. These people are writing articles. It's opinion. And then these people, uh, the, these intelligentsias, they're out there, and they're going, well, I've read this. It must be true, not considering the fact that you just read an effing opinion. And they're allowing themselves to be ruled by emotion. You just went through all of your life. You're a scientist. You're somebody. You're a medical doctor. You're whatever it is. And you are brought up with the idea that you should not do anything unless you have all of the facts and unless you can prove the theory time and again. And this is the one time where the world is being brought to the, th to the brink of a third world war where everybody is acting through emotion and nobody's thinking. There's no evidence. But yes, here we are. What, what is going on? What, this is a brilliant psychological operation. It's brilliant. It's absolutely stunning. And if you try and talk to people about this, it, it is crazy. They will try and destroy you. They don't want to talk to you. It's, it's bizarre. It is fucking bizarre. Really bizarre. Here's another story. Rod Rosenstein who is uh, the one, I think he's directly above Mueller in the Mueller investigation. Now, here's the thing about the Mueller investigation. The Mueller investigation is not there to investigate Trump. The Mueller investigation is there to cover up Hillary Clinton's tracks. That's why Trump won't shut it down. That's why Trump is playing along with it, because he realizes what's going on. That's the reason why Hillary Clinton isn't in jail, because the Mueller investigation is not investigating Trump. They're investigating Russian ties to people that could snitch on Hillary Clinton and her ties and the Clinton ties and the Obama ties to any sort of dirty Russian dealings. And that is why you have all of these Russian individuals sanctioned or kicked out. It's because they probably have the ties and the knowledge that could say, yeah, we know that Hillary Clinton was dealing with the Russians. We know that Obama was dealing with the Russians. We know that George Bush was dealing with the Russians. Anybody else was dealing with her. So they want them, they want to take away any sort of method that these individuals could bring to the table and say, no, 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 no. This is what really, really happened. You guys aren't being right. That's what this is about. So Rod Rosenstein <laughs> supposedly 
was joking around, or no, I don't believe, I don't like Rod Rosenstein. He does this, a, a lot of icky things, and he seems to be an asshole, smug little prick, if you ask me. Uh, Rod Rosenstein, uh, it was leaked out in the, in the New York Times, I believe, that he was going to retire. Actually, no, before this, the reason why he said he was going to retire was because he said that he want to, wanted to invoke the 25th Amendment, which would say that the president is mentally unfit, so the cabinet has to vote, and says, no, 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 we're out. I think that's how it works. Something along those lines, where the, the president is kicked out due to unfit mental abilities. And Rod Rosenstein, it was reported, said that he would wear a wire to do, to do this, to catch him in some sort of tirade that would allow people to see just how bad Donald Trump is behind closed doors. Well, this got out in the New York Times. Now, now you have to ask yourself, the New York Times will do anything, anything to destroy Donald Trump in some way or for, in any way possible. They're, they're not on Donald Trump's side. So a lot of Donald Trump people don't like Rod Rosenstein. So now the New York Times puts out an article that would agree with Donald Trump people. I'm not a Donald Trump person, so I don't want to fucking hear it. This, this whole thing, this whole angle doesn't make sense. So why would they do that? They're trying to goad Donald Trump into firing Rod Rosenstein, something he should do. However, if they fire Rod Rosenstein, then they can come out and claim that Donald Trump is hindering and obstructing justice with Bob Mueller's investigation. He can't obstruct justice. Donald Trump can't obstruct justice. He can fire Mueller tomorrow. I was interrupted by a very, very important phone call just now. But the whole idea that Donald Trump, he could be somehow obstructing justice with Bob Mueller. There's no way he could be obstructing justice because he's the president. He's the head of the, he's the head of it all. He can call off the investigation tomorrow if he wanted to, and nothing would happen. So the, this whole thing with Rod Rosenstein too, about him saying that he's going to wear a wire so that they can invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment, it doesn't make. I I don't know which way to go because it doesn't make too much sense that the New York Times would put out a story that would be. That would be slanted towards a Donald Trump base uh, story. That, that they would like that certain thing. It doesn't make any sense that they would do that. What would make sense is that they're trying to goad Donald Trump into firing Rod Rosenstein so that they can claim he's obstructing justice by putting somebody else in charge of the Mueller investigation, which would ultimately stop the whole thing. And then the New York Times and the, and the left and the, and the George Soroses and Obamas and Clintons and whatever else— they would come out there and say, oh, my God, see, and then they would try to do impeachment hearings, especially after the midterm elections when the Democrats expect to win over the House and the Senate. But it, you never know. You never know. And I seriously think that the Democrats are going to be in for a rude awakening with this midterm election. I don't think it's going to go as well as they think it's going to go. All these polls that you see in the, in the, the mainstream media and the news— they all say, well, the, the blue wave is coming. There are so many, many people outraged about – if there are so many, many people outraged about the whole Donald Trump thing and the Kavanaugh thing, then why are they bussing in people to Washington, D.C. and paying them to protest against the Kavanaugh hearing and nomination? Why are they doing it? If there are so many people that are outraged, why would they have to hire anybody to go out there and do it? 
It's it's all publicity and it's all propaganda. We are on the. This is not good. There's a lot of things out there in the United States that are, that there it's going on right now, and it's not good to witness and it's not good to sit idly by and people think they're going to resist and resist and resist. What are you resisting? Please tell me what are you resisting? Resisting Trump? Okay, what for what? He's a rapist. Oh, he is. Okay, then tell me a time that he's raped somebody. No, the only thing we see is that he cheats on his wives, and then, and then he pays people off. I mean, okay, so he's got the money. I'm sure plenty of people that with a lot of money do the same exact damn thing. It doesn't mean he's a rapist. I mean, give me a give me a break. I mean, I don't like the guy. I don't think he's a bad president. I don't think he's a good president either. I, I it's it's nothing. The only thing I can say about him is that he does the things that he says he's going to do. All right, well, that's neither here nor there. I don't necessarily agree with everything. But let's stop. You have to realize you have to uphold the law. You have to uphold justice in all of this. Just because you don't like the guy doesn't mean that you can throw everything out the window and say, that's it. We're going to do all we're, we're going to, to seriously violate the law. You're going to violate the law just to get this guy out of office and resist. No, that's not how this works, because if you do that to somebody like Donald Trump, then they're going to do the same damn thing to somebody like you. There has to be a, an even playing field here, and that's what I sincerely hope happens. And that's it for the second part of the Cafe Americaine podcast. Until next time.